<laughs> it was COVID shot because he got pissed. He just did it rain a lot of it. <laughs> Should have brought my glasses. <laughs> I was home without them. I can't see. <laughs> yeah, see me with a script right here. <laughs> I think I got a magnifier. On my yeah, there you go, magnifier. <laughs> Big magnifying glass. I'm use some some beer bottles to look at. <laughs> All right, hello and welcome to the Weekend Musician Podcast, the show that dives into the life of a weekend musician from the beginner looking to join a band and gig. To the seasoned pro who has a steady flow of gigs, I'm your host, Pepper Lopez. With the rest of Cerveza Road, we've got... Mike Martin. And the one and only Art Torres. And Bill Bird. <laughs> All right, we got the Cerveza Road here in studio. Uh, today's our second episode. I hope you guys enjoyed the first one. We got a lot of positive feedback on it. So uh, if you have anything that you'd like for us to cover, please... Sent to us uh, via the social web. Um, we're going to talk about the basics of starting your band uh, with topics such as getting gigs, basic gig requirements and expectations, uh, depending on the music style that you're doing, of course, and necessary equipment and what to expect while you're on stage. Uh, all, the, all the drunkards on the stage. <laughs> so, uh, so let's recap last week uh, discussing, you know, we talked about starting a band you know you're, you're you're going through your midlife crisis and you decide hey you know what i used to play guitar when i was younger i'm gonna dust off the old uh closet uh what do they call them closet, closet queen closet queen <laughs> yeah. Yeah. case queen case yeah. queen you know the, a nice fender american telecaster and, <laughs> <There you go. laughs> and then uh so you get you get out your equipment and you start uh playing and you say yeah, I got a, I got a little bit of chops here here and there I could play a couple songs let me let me get the band together and uh hey we're getting the band together and so you do the you do uh you know your was it a message from God <laughs> yeah <laughs> like the blues brothers <laughs> no so you get you get your band together you start getting your catalog we talked about that picking you know what so what's a good catalog to have how many songs do you need and I guess that varies depending on your I mean, depending on genre, depending on the kind of gigs you're going after. Yeah, um, yeah it's a lot of factors. So yeah. if you're an original band, how much material do you need before you start, you know, hitting the bills with, with four other bands or three other bands? I, I would say about 35 to, to 45 minutes set. I think that's probably about the average. I, I was going to say the same. Or, or one Pink Floyd song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. One epic, yeah. you know, that could song be, you know, three ten-minute songs. Right? Three ten-minute songs. There you go. Yeah. So because that's what we had when out the original band that I was in, we'd probably do about between thirty-five to forty-five minutes. Forty-five minutes. And I mean, that's typical for an original style band, you know, because you're you're not going to get four-hour gigs as an original band. Yeah. Most likely. I mean, if you do, it's going to be the exception, not the rule. So. Well, and and I think you'll be doing probably about. 30% original at that point, and then the rest is going to be covering 
True. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it'd be a hybrid kind yeah. of thing. You know, I mean, because so. unless you're well known, and if people want to hear you for four hours because you're an original band, then you're you should be at a stadium. Oh yeah, you know, definitely. Headlining. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Sure. If, if somebody yeah, wants man. to listen to four hours of what you wrote in your basement, uh, definitely. You're probably boring them at that point. If, if <laughs> I, I mean, realistically, yeah. yeah I mean, you, just, know, you you only have that small few minute time window to, to grab them to capture them. So, yep. And I think you did the same thing, right, with uh, Simone Hayes. Yeah. Yeah, in our case, it kind of did work out to four 10-minute songs. <laughs> <laughs> so be it. Yeah, so okay, so you're doing a, you're doing a, an original band, and you got you said 35, 40 minutes, you know, give or take. It, it has to be within the hour, I guess, yeah. right? Because you're going to have to have some setup time, um, and usually they, they slot you uh, per hour. So you go in at 8, you know, and then the next band goes on at 9. So you have between 8 yeah. to 9 to set up. Play. You know, play and then and then break down and, and continue. Oh, you know you're. So if you're doing um, how about if you're doing um, a tribute band, you know, so I think those guys will go maybe an hour and a half. They're they're doing they're, a like headlining a show, a smaller show. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I would I would think about two an hour and a half to two hours. I think. Mm-hmm. So all the greatest hits and and uh, yeah. you know. Um, well, in the tribute, some deep I, deep like, cuts. Yeah, they always seem to go like where it's multiple tribute bands on a bill. I very rarely just see one single tribute true, band at true. a show. So. Yeah, we were talking about that the other day. How we played, um, I forgot it was a benefit. We played out at the concert pub and and everybody was a tribute band except for us. Except there. for us, yeah. yeah. They had an ACDC tribute band. They had a Stevie Nicks, yep. um, The Doors. The Doors. And all talented people, man. It was, it was oh, a course, really yeah. good show. Yeah, um, great. Thank you. And then it was us. What was that benefit for? <laughs> uh, I forgot. I think it was a young the lady, lady from from Benistar, I believe. Well, I think her name was Teresa. Something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. Which was uh, a cool show. I yeah, man, I, I enjoyed the, the the heck out of that one. Uh, so now, okay, now now we go to to us or or the style that we're more familiar with that we are in the middle right now. Covers. What kind of material do you need for a cover band? Variety. A, a big variety, <laughs> and they all got to be the the. The hits. The hits. Yep. <clears throat> How much time? Well, I don't know. You know, the, you're looking at four hours. And we play for four hours. You know, and I guess it's just depending on the band how they want to break that up. You know, play an hour and a half, take a thirty minute break, and then to play another hour and a half, or however they do it. Yeah. So, so it's a it's a big leap, right? To yep. go from a, from a tribute band from an original band. To, to a cover band in the amount of material that you that you have to learn and present. Yep. So four, four hours is, is I think our typical gig. Um, three hours if we're lucky, you know. Some some threes. Yeah. Yeah. I guess more often four. I guess. And when we typical. started, we were doing one hours, two hours here and then. We were you know helping with other other bands and filling in the bill or bringing in guest bands to you know. Remember we brought in uh, Gimme Shelter to help us out with one of the. One yeah. of our benefits that we were doing, um, or one of the benefits that they were doing, and uh, to kind of you know divvy up that that workload of, especially at a festival, you know you, you want a variety. You have people coming in and out, so uh, definitely a variety. So we did we did I think uh, like two hours a piece or something like that. But yeah, so so you've got your your catalog and and uh, you've got your four hours of music. Let's let's just go with four for a cover band. You know, um, you find your your rehearsal space. You you do all that. Um, okay, I've got all this material. 
you know, Joe and the Black Hearts here. What are we going to do? How do we get a gig? What's the what's the first step in getting a gig for the person who's never gotten a gig or the band that's just starting out there? Got to sell yourself, man, like a whore. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I, I guess the polite way to say it is network, but yeah, what he said is... <laughs> Yeah, you got to pimp yourself I, out, man. Yeah, got to pimp yourself out, man. And believe me, I've gotten turned down. <laughs> but yeah, you got to push, man, and and, and you got to sell it. You got to sell it. You know, hopefully, you got some videos or, or recordings to, to to back you up. And yeah, uh, and it, and it's a catch too, too, right? Because you're gonna have to you're gonna have to either invest into some good recordings because you don't have any recordings, right? You know, your band is is newly formed. Uh, you have nothing to put out in social media, but hey, I'm a band, you know, and a couple of pictures of some dudes or, or you know, the bandmates together. And then it's just like, okay, so who are these guys? When have we heard them? Can we hear a sample? Can, you know. The other thing is, uh, do you know, do some open mics. You can do open mics. Uh, like you just stated, uh, stated a little while ago is, you know, other bands. Hey, man, can you help us out? You know, you want to, we'll give you 30 minutes, you know, an hour or yeah. whatever slot. And so that's another way to do it too. I think our biggest, our biggest networking um, success was was uh, open mics. Yep. I think we got to meet a lot of people with open mics. Um, we 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 did an open mic and we got a standing gig at that uh, at that particular bar uh, just from open mic. Yeah, know? yeah. So that was uh, that was pretty cool, and we got to meet a lot of our friends from there. Yep. Um, and then you know other the other band members, other bands too. You know, you're you're networking. If usually you'll have a musician will play two or three bands you right. know um so that kind of helped us out also where where we were teaming up with with other bands and other people and yeah you know either taking a gig that they couldn't make or or you know asking them to play for us if we could make right. that gig that, that's also important to have that in your sure. back pocket to be able to throw you know networking you said is a big key uh when i was with brownout remember brownout uh frank my brother-in-law with nocturnal madness i mean he showed me a lot of stuff and He's the one that actually kind of brought Brown out into, you know, the stage playing our first gigs and stuff. And but just watching him, hearing him and talking to him and learning all the ropes and, you know, started meeting a lot of people. Yep. So that, that really helps. So I think the, the open mic is a great place to start um, if for whatever type of music. I mean, yeah. that, that even works for, for originals or if you you know want to try out your tribute band um, or, if, or if you're doing covers go out to all these open mics there's a lot of these places you get paid in exposure bucks <laughs> you know yeah. it's from oh, that yeah. stage of the game though, yeah that, if that, that's what it's for that know? exactly exactly if you haven't paid your dues and you're starting out you're gonna have to pay somewhere you know, some, somehow yeah you know and you're gonna get paid with with that particular now if you're a band that's that already has their their whole equipment everything out there and then they say, "Well, hey, you can can you play? It's great exposure for you." Eh, well, no thanks. We already have the exposure. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, not to be rude about it, but yeah. No, no, it's realistic. But there's so, a, you know. so the other thing to add to that is that you know the originals and those and the uh, uh, tribute bands. A lot of those guys uh, play at places where they got the the PA's and and the monitor and stuff. Yeah. Whereas yeah. most cover bands have to bring and haul their all their equipment, lighting and PA. You know everything yeah so and, and we'll get into that topic okay. of uh the equipment that that you need to gig you know and it, it also depends on on what you're doing originals right. covers or or tribute um so yeah so finding a gig is you know getting out there doing the open mics um networking talking to old friends you know talking to old bandmates talking to other musicians 
and, and just getting out there and working it and working it and working it. Now there's the, you know, there's that phrase that shall not be mentioned, <clears throat> pay to play. <clears throat> but uh, oh, yeah. that's forbidden. Yeah, the yeah. forbidden, the forbidden word of pay to play. But so I have mixed feelings about that because it's not it's not for a cover band. I don't think um, because we're there, we keep people there, we keep people either yeah. dancing, moving, you know, consuming. Uh, so we're we're I believe we're adding to the you know to 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 the environment at that point right. of, of that particular establishment that we're in. But, you know, if you're starting out and you're a band uh, that wants to put their music out there and, and unfortunately you're going to. I mean, it kind of is a reality. Of you're going to have to do scene. it. I right? mean, I guess my advice to anybody, and I've done it myself, but I've only done it once. And that would be my advice is that if you're going to do it, only do it once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's so basically for those that don't know, the, the pay to play is basically, you know, a venue has uh, a four bill. A, a band for or a, a fill for four bands right and you're in there in that lineup and they give you a certain amount of tickets and then you have to go sell them and then you keep a portion of that that's how you get paid you, yeah. you get right. a percentage of what you sell so if you don't sell anything you don't get anything yeah but, right? you, but somehow out of pocket that costs the, the band or or you personally yeah because you have to buy them up front right yeah. you have to buy them up front you, at the you do, yeah. at the particular so, yeah. so they'll you're, say you're on the hook for the total cost of those that that bank of tickets yeah now if you sell them all great great yeah Yeah. and 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 it sounds i mean i hate to say it it sounds like a you know a bad pyramid scheme to be involved in because you're basically buying for somebody but again it's it's it works for some people it works for some bands uh and a lot of the original bands that start out that's how they have to start out and that's unfortunately that's the environment that they have to get into oh yeah and and uh you know, there's other ways around it, and you're probably going to have to work uh, different angles, and and whatever works for you is great. But that that is out there. Uh, it sounds sometimes good. It might be. Eh, it's not for us. It's not. If you have a cover band, or a tribute band, usually those places pay you to go right and, and entertain and, their their right. you know their guests. But if you're at a at a venue that that just plays original music or or showcases you know like uh you know places that are famous that for for new bands if you say hey you know what i want to go yeah. hear some new bands i want to see what's out there in the scene right now that's that's the reality of it you're gonna have to do a, oh, yeah. a, a little pay to play you know kind of deal so i mean it, yeah. it is a touchy yeah. subject but i mean it, it, i guess it it just depends on what you're looking for what's you know what you want and it's definitely something that the band needs to talk about and discuss you know i mean for me yeah. it, it's not an option i i, I don't do it yeah, uh, but you know it's 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 an option out there it for is. bands. Yeah. Well, and I especially agree with what you said about everybody discussing it right up front. Just you know, and I guess that applies to a lot of situations in music is making sure the whole band's expectations are all in the same place. Uh, yeah. I, I wholeheartedly agree with that because uh, you know there's there's bands where where you say okay whatever the take is, you know whatever they're going to pay us we're going to reinvest it in equipment, right? Yep. Which which is. That's cool. If it's cool if everybody it. yeah. agrees with it, you know. Uh, but then you have the, you know, well, I need, I need to get paid for my gas. I need to get paid for my, for my strings and my time and so forth. And, and again, fine. If you if you've agreed to that, then that's up to right. you, right? The biggest problem that I've had, and I, and I think with this band uh, was easily solved, was, okay, what are we doing with our equipment, right? Are we pooling our money for equipment? And I'm like, oh, you know what? I'll just buy equipment 
for us. But if anything happens to this band, this is this is still my equipment, right. Right? Yeah. our equipment, and we right. part ways. And there's no like, hey, well, that's half of my yeah. amplifier. Yeah. <laughs> These are my scarves. No, mine too. <laughs> <laughs> These are my chaps. <laughs> These are my cables. You know? Yeah, man. <clears throat> and I think we had a good system from the very beginning. I think when yeah. me and you, we first started, we, it was. Yeah. We discussed everything out in front, yeah. laid it out on the line. Man, and, communication is key. And we agreed, and I mean, it's yeah. it's been working ever and, since. And Bill's like, wait a minute, I didn't know any of this stuff. I thought I had a share in all this stuff. <laughs> no, 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 Bill. By the way, you have to pay, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> you have to pay you have to play to play. Exactly. Oops, we didn't mention that. It was in the fine print. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so now you have... Um, um, you have the gig. You've all agreed on what you're going to do. What equipment is absolutely necessary that you have to have as a band in in any scenario? A fucking cowbell, dude. A cowbell. <laughs> a triangle. I mean, a, the PA is one, man. You got to yeah, have a I decent mean, PA, man. It's a distant second, but it's you know, yeah. But it's still there. <laughs> so a PA, whether you're going to play out of somebody's PA or not, you always have to have a PA with you in the back in your back pocket. Oh, I yeah. mean that's that's uh that's key. If you're doing, you know, one one of our questions has always been, whenever we get a gig, is like, hey, is there a house PA or not? And and we were talking about having mixed feelings about that. Yeah, where we can be golden or it, it can be, you know, not, we not so much. <laughs> we 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 played at a place that had uh, uh, an excellent PA and just a, an outstanding sound person, um, and he you know did a great job. Everything was great. And you know, loved it. Then we were at another one where, same thing, same good, good, good equipment. But the you know the sound person just you know was was somewhere off somewhere else, and and uh, he would just go set it and walk away, and then you know no adjustments and. <laughs> or you come into a place and they got, uh, you know somebody like at a at an office. Just got two 10 inch monitors, yeah, and a yeah. board with eight channels or something. Here's your PA, you know. And sound guys hate hate the bands, right? Because they're always well, the band always thinks that they know what they want, and you know, and that's fine. You know, hey, we've ran into some great sound guys that do great some work, them, yeah. Some and of them make us sound way better than we make ourselves, yeah. Sound. Some of them make us sound a lot better than what we are, and, and then you know, some of them just are like, hey, you know, they, they just highlight the worst part of us, <laughs> but so and um. We did another gig uh, that, that was at um, that benefit out there in, in Conroe, and uh, they had they said, "Well, we have a we have a full PA, oh. you know," and we show up and it's <laughs> just like mean? one cable, like you said, two ten inch speakers, <laughs> you know, this all the faders fader knobs and buttons were all broken, and I was like, "Oh man, how am I?" And, then, and no sound person, right? So you, I had to make that work. And playing um, guitar and then, oh, yeah. playing guitar and adjusting at the same time and, and uh, that was a nightmare. I would have just rather have our stuff take our yeah. stuff. Oh yeah, that's already we, dialed we know in. The system. You know, especially with all this new digital stuff that you can just dial in and save it, and then you have something to start off with already to adjust. You know, you don't right. have to sit there and, and run all the new levels and everything. Yeah, if you want to maintain total control, you need to bring your own stuff. Yeah, bottom line. Bottom line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so I think a PA. I think uh, some good good speakers. If you're doing a four hour gig at a at a small bar, ninety nine percent of the time they're not going to have a PA, right? And that's that's factored in into your cost too, right? When you when you whatever you 
negotiate your price. And, and we won't talk about prices here on, on what you should expect to get paid or yeah, not. Yeah, dude, we'll get hate. We'll get mixed up. Man, everybody will come and shoot us down. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Everybody's so got different you, opinions you, about that. But you do, you, you guys do your, set, you know, do your, your research on what you should be paid, uh, what you think you're, you're worth, uh, and then add some yeah. <laughs> to that. Yeah, yeah. Because factor, factor in that equipment. Factor in your equipment, your wear and tear. Uh, and if a, if a place doesn't want to pay, you know, or they'll skimp out or say at the last minute, you know, it's like, oh, I only have a couple hundred bucks instead of, you know, whatever we had agreed on. Well, then, you know, it's... it's uh, And that's going to happen. It man. is. You're, you're going to get yeah. burned somewhere down the line. I've had it happen. And it's just, it's part of those, it's part of the deal. It's the music business, the way yeah. it is. Uh, Paying those dues, huh? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Lessons yeah. learned. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, when we started, we were doing... Um, there was one one gig in particular that we were, you know, we had just started and they said, okay, just play for two hours. There's a Super Bowl going on and, and that day, that weekend, it was a Sunday. You know, there's not going to be a whole lot of people there. We'll pay you, you know, so much, uh, X amount and uh, two hours. So we're like, okay, so we go do the gig and then, you know, people liked what they were hearing. The early days, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so they, they said, uh, hey, add another hour to it. And we're like, yeah, man, absolutely, right? So I'm thinking, you know, I'm getting paid more. B. I'm getting paid B for two hours, so three hours would be, you know, yeah, B divided yeah. by two times three, right? <laughs> and then right. it was at the end, it was like, hey, keep it going for another thirty minutes or so. And when we were leaving, we were like, all right, so you know, let's 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 collect so. our money and uh, and no, we were just getting paid for B, you know, <laughs> for two hours. And it was like, oh no, I thought you guys, you know, it was an understanding that you know you guys wanted to play some more. <laughs> yeah. Well, That's... so clear expectations, clear, clear communication yep. with venue owners, with managers, with your with your bandmates, uh, with everybody. Always talk. Don't be afraid to be. You know, that guy. Um, sorry about that. Yeah, definitely need to have the open communications, man. It's, that's Yeah, don't I, don't be afraid to be to, to talk about that because you need that's gonna solve problems or it's gonna avoid problems in the future. Yeah. Right? yeah I mean uh, of definitely. the whole oh, you, you didn't tell me you didn't yeah, tell yeah. me or this, you know. Always communicate with the band, always communicate with everybody, uh, especially the venue and, and You'll avoid those problems. So yeah, I think I think an equipment, a good PA, some good speakers, a uh, couple sets of microphones. Yeah, these invest good money in mics. You know? Yeah, I'd say don't don't go cheap on mics. Don't go cheap on mics, and and especially if you're doing open mic, don't be afraid to take your own mic because, oh, yeah. well, not even in today's environment, but just in any environment. I mean, those those mics have been spit on, <laughs> dropped no on. Tell. No, no telling where those mics <laughs> yeah. have been. Uh, so yeah, uh, always always take your own mics uh, for for anything any gig that you're gonna do in a in an area that's uh, that's frequented by other musicians. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so what do you expect from a gig? You know, when you when you're up there, what what is it that you're expecting? Uh, are you expecting fans jumping up and down, dancing? Um, you know. The, the old rock star underwear being thrown on stage. <laughs> yeah, <I'm okay. laughs> well, am I expecting if you're it? Or for that, I... you ain't, you ain't, as long as I've been playing, I ain't never seen that. Oh, you know what? I take that back. I did. <laughs> I did see that when I played at, uh, at the 
sports bar, <laughs> which is no longer around. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. Just uh, it's not going to be what your 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 expectations are. Right. Uh, you know, you just go out there and and hopefully all the hours and and, and practicing and the you know all the sacrifices or whatever and. Now it's time to. So I'll tell you what to play and, and get down. You know. I'll tell you what you can expect is a lot of people that have been intoxicated wanting to touch your equipment, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wanting to be a part of the band. You know, on hey, the spur of a hey, moment. Man, I know that song. Yeah. <laughs> I used to play when I was in high school. I used to play when I was in high school. Do you know this song? And yes, let's can you know. Can I come up there and sing it with you? No. <laughs> I mean, we're getting paid for our performance. Uh, yeah, yeah. man, that's that, it, it's a tough, it's a tough situation, right? Because they're, you know, yeah. people are there to enjoy themselves, and they've they've already started enjoying themselves, and you know, they think that they can come up and be part of the act uh, because you're yeah. right there with them, and and you know, I understand that to an extent, but but you got to give the people that are performing, you know, the respect of, Hey, that, you know, they're doing their job right now. Right. Um, yeah. And, and of yeah. course that's not, always, that, that clarity is not always there, especially when you've been drinking. I mean, you know, so, um, well, and, and they, they just, like you said, that, that closenessness, you know, that you're out there, you're close to them playing, they're drinking and having fun. And you know, that song, Oh man, that's a good song, you know, and you know, just want, they want to be part of that, which is cool. Yeah. And I, and, no, you know, no disrespect or anything on the, you know, of course I love it, you know, when you yeah. know, people come up to you and stuff like that. But yeah, there's got to be some kind of cutoff that there's yeah. got to there's a line that you can't cross. Well, sure. you know, so, so a lot of these times, and, and a lot of times, you know, you sound, you sound like a jerk, you know, because they'll say, Hey, can we, can I come up there and sing with you? And you're like, no, man, I, you know, we can't first. And there's a lot of explanations, right? And you're not going to sit there and explain to the guy. First of yeah. all, you know, hey, we might sing it on in a different key. We sing it at a different tempo. We've got different cues to come in. You know, we're doing the song a little different, and and that can throw it off, right? right. Um, I just just tell them company policy prohibits. Company so. policy. <laughs> go speak to <laughs> yeah, speak to management. Yeah, so, yeah. Go talk to our management. Go talk to our management. Yeah, and and you get, you know, there there's times where we have let people join us on stage, and 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 we were you know, happy to have them up on stage. Yeah. And those are usually other performers that we know, people yeah. that we already know, people that we've talked to, people that have rehearsed with us uh, before or, you know, it's like, hey, so-and-so is here right. from this other band, you know, and, and uh, you give them a shout-out and, and you talk to them during the break and you're like, hey, you want to come up or he'll come up or that person will come and tell you, hey, can I play a song with you guys? Yeah, you know, which one do we know? Let's do this one. Oh, and, yeah. And... Uh, and yeah, as musicians, can, you can yeah. adapt. Right. right, right, right. It can work and, out really well. Yeah. It, you know, as long as you know the the caliber of the person. That's absolutely. Doing it. I, I think so, we've yeah. had good turnouts, you know. Oh, yeah. And especially yeah. if you're a good, you know, another musician and you know, our, like our lead singer, our, our lead vocalist, she'll, you know what, she's she's going to do all the singing. She'll cue you in when you need to come in and, and you know, and, and I think all musicians have that. Yeah, yeah. There, there's, there's a, when you're doing your rehearsals and when you're, when you're doing your, you know, uh, you're setting up your show, all that comes into play, right? 
you know, just the, the look that people give each other, the, the, the communication without words between the musicians on stage is very important. Oh, yeah, right? You know, yeah, the, yeah. the little nod, the hey, yeah, you know, oh, oh I can see him, you know, and, and you could just you just have to turn over for a split second, look at the drummer and I know he's going to start doing a drum roll or, yeah. or going to change the tempo on it or do whatever he's going to do. Same thing with a guitarist, bassist, you know, you're, you're queuing off each other and that stuff is it, it's not something that you can just pick up on right away. It's, it, it takes rehearsal. It takes time. Uh, you bring in a, an unknown factor, somebody off the street that you've never worked with, and it could be a disaster. Oh, but yeah. I mean, it we've does. been lucky. We've we've had, you know, good good turnouts. And, oh yeah, and uh, yeah, and good experiences where we join other people. I think like an open mic that that's that's more the environment. That's yeah. more the environment for that. If you really think that you can sing and and that you can play and and you want to do something like that, hey, open mic's great. That's, you know, they'll and lend you the guitar, they'll lend you their instruments sure. there sometimes. And those yeah. are pretty fun too, man. Those are pretty, you know, it's, it's basically a jam session. It's yeah, that's yeah, what it is. Yeah. And those it, those can be fun. Yeah, so I mean, um I think I think uh people mean well in the in the in the long run, but sometimes there's just a time and place for it. And, and uh, us as musicians, we have to respect the crowd on what they want, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to sacrifice your performance, yeah. you know, for one person and, and, you know, ruin a whole set right. because somebody just decided to jump in and thought that they could sing. Well, and then there's, a, there's, you know, so you're beginning, you might not have a high end guitar, you might, you know, intermediate or, you know, wherever, whatever. But say that you do got that professional guitar, <laughs> I know, <laughs> you know, a high-end drum set or high-end cymbals, keyboard, what have you, whatever, man, you know, mic, and, and you spent a lot of money on that, and, oh, yeah. and to you want a, a lifespan out of that equipment. Absolutely, so, yeah, yeah. You know, you don't want it to, oh, you got this drunk guy, and, and I wasn't drunk, and I but anyways uh, i mean so yeah i mean you, you know you got a high-end equipment and then you, you get this guy or person you know just like man i, I don't know about that you know? yeah sorry i broke this or I, yeah. I dropped it but here you go yeah you know and we were we were talking about that and we were you take care of your equipment and, and i think you know most musicians do because that is their that that's their tool right yeah. i mean that's that's like taking care of your chainsaw if you're you know yeah. and a lot of those tools the train, you know yeah. so. um and we were talking about uh, I've I've done open mics where I go up there and I don't I don't have a guitar you know and and we were there in a group and and they said hey you know they were running low on performers so and they asked us if we can play and so I'm playing with somebody else's equipment and you know it's it, it's not adjusted to the way I like it you know the guy's like oh no it's drop tune and just put a capo on it and and, <laughs> and this and you know it'll be easy that's that's his equipment you know and I'm not going to retune it and say hey no I'm going to play it my style yeah, you know right. <laughs> you do have to adapt you you have to adapt and and uh, as a musician you you learn to do that um, and as a musician you respect other musicians equipment as well yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. you Just know do unto others as you you'd have yeah. done unto you so uh, yeah that's right. <laughs> and then you run into some characters. Remember that your your buddy? <laughs> we won't mention his name, but but we were at a place, and man, this guy just had his amplifier just completely blowing everybody. I mean, the manager came out and said, "You got to turn that down," and turned him all the way down. And he's and he's still, you know, as soon as she turns around, he cranks it all the way up to eleven, man. Just like, <laughs> is that the one that carried the guitar? Yeah. Oh man. 
that was that was, that was hilarious. And, and uh, he was convinced. He oh was con- yeah, man. He was. He was, and he was playing. Oh, he could have been oh, in a tribute band. And a he Mexican was, Stevie Ray. <laughs> he even carried that in the toilet. Yeah, he's got it strapped. Yeah. And he's taking a leak. Yeah, he was. He's a character, uh, man. You run, you run into all kinds out there, but uh, so <clears throat> I guess that's that's most of our show here. Um, for the next part, I guess we'll transition into into the little gear segment, and uh, Mike won't be presenting. Now I didn't bring it to present it because it's in my it's in my uh, equipment rack. But I did want to talk about one of the most important things that you need to carry, um, whether you if you have any electronic equipment when you're playing at a bar, is a line conditioner. One hundred percent. The one that we use is a Furman um, Merit M eight LX uh, power conditioner. Um, it's about one hundred and sixty bucks. It's a one rack unit. It fits in there, and what it does is it just protects you from spikes and and uh, oh yeah, definitely rolling brown out. So how many? You know, in the in the six seven years that we've played, I mean we've we've probably play about I don't know. I'd say twenty to thirty gigs a year. Out yeah. of out of all that time, how many times have we lost power on stage? <laughs> it's it's been a lot. It's been a, a lot. Mean, it's been on you know one hand's worth, but you know enough yeah. that it's enough that it's a thing. We, yeah, yeah, four yeah. times uh, that I can remember is four times uh, that we've lost complete power. We're playing. Uh, one of them, it was so hot, all the equipment just decided to go you bonkers, know, bonkers, and, and yeah. shut off. Uh, and then three other times we've had power just either spike or shut down reboot everything um the last gig that we played we we just lost we lost power for about 15 20 minutes yeah Yeah. and uh and and i don't know and i tell you i went back to that place and the the band that was playing he same thing lost power yeah but he was just a a guitar too i I think he was just on one like a little small pa and and, and a few speaker monitors it wasn't nothing like a full band so So, yeah that definitely just had problems so that that um Furman line conditioner that that I'm using, um, it's got a couple of lights. You know, it pops out, and you're, you're able to see your equipment, especially when it's dark. And there's other brands. There's there's uh, I think Guitar Center makes their, you know, their live wire brand, which is about half the cost. If you wanna, I mean, but to me, if you're if you've got a thousand dollar piece of equipment, do you want to protect it with the least, you know, with the the, the least. Uh, <sighs> you know favorable like or the cheapest protection yeah, yeah. Well, i mean you, know. you want some kind of protection uh I, I can't even think of how many places we've played that the outlets man you could something arc there already so yeah you know they're hanging by a screw and stuff yeah. and so, so i mean to protect your equipment i i you know we use line conditioners i i have one on the rack uh mike you you carry one around with I you. usually yeah have one so so to set up your amplifier and so forth um but yeah that's that's i think that's a minimal piece of gear i mean that's one of those pieces of gear that you have to have oh yeah regardless is some kind of line protection for your equipment it'll it'll save you a a big bill oh yeah for sure man you never know when you're going to be playing that show that's powered by a generator and you're on a trailer you know it's just we we played off a generator we were doing a food truck uh, event and we were playing off a generator and it wasn't uh, an inverter style generator. It was oh, just a regular yeah, old. Nasty, uh, yeah. Plug it. <laughs> Hopefully, salt, don't run out of gas. Salt sine wave. So, yeah, and uh, you could you could hear you could hear the noise you know in in the in the speakers from from you know just the 
the <laughs> yeah, you know, the whatever frequencies are coming out of that. But and you know that Furman that I'm talking about, and I'm not you know endorsing Furman. I'm just again, that's the one that I have um, has a little bit of uh, protection on that, and it has a filter for for uh, electromagnetic and for you know other kind of of uh, frequency distortion that can come in through your lines. Oh yeah, because that's that's also a a big topic there is especially if you're running pedals pedal boards you don't have a good yeah. power supply man you're going to hear that on your coming out of your speaker you know? yeah and yep all right well that wraps up uh our show on our next episode i think we'll we'll start talking about um the load in and load out of gigs you when know we're going to talk about the sex drugs and uh hookers and shit <laughs> as soon as we does that, that, does that come in does that come that doesn't come in <laughs> I haven't seen any yet. <laughs> so, yeah, darn. You know, that's that's a good thing because because it comes back to where, where we were talking. An expectation. That's not one of them. <laughs> your expectations, and we were talking about that, right? Like people are drunk up there trying to play your guitar, play your drums. You know, messing with your bass and starting around, moving stuff around. And uh, you know, when when we're up there, we're really not. There's there's we're not drinking. We can't. You know, we can't partake I mean, into it that much to where 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 you're gonna be. You know, you can't perform or <laughs> yeah. or you're not gonna be able to move your equipment right. later on. You have to be, you know, with all your wits. And, and especially uh, if you want to come back to that place. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, with with. Uh, Sorry, we didn't mean to drag that on. No, I know. It. Well, <laughs> that's that's a uh, that's Peace our out, show. Guys. And uh, thanks for listening. See you all next time. Yep. Yep. See you guys.